Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 105 in Edmonton. Second hour of Oilers now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex has our office printer and supply needs covered. They do it all, and they could be doing it all for you. Coming up in this hour, uh, we'll get a perspective out of Toronto with James Myrtle from The Athletic. He's basically the editor for The Athletic across the country, but uh, the Maple Leafs making significant noise with the addition of John Tavares. We've heard from Ryan Strom, who talked about skating uh, with Tavares and Connor McDavid. Uh, those players both participated in the uh, Holinka tournament over in the Czech Republic. It is now known as the Holinka Gretzky Cup, and it'll be in Edmonton this August. We'll be there every day uh, for that event with Oilers Now. At this time, we are going to be pleased to be joined uh, by the head coach of Team Canada, Andre uh, Tourney, who is uh, also the head coach of the Ottawa 67s. Andre, how are you doing? Very good yourself. Good. Thank you for taking time to uh, uh, join the show. This has suddenly come your way here in the last couple of weeks because uh, the gentleman who was going to coach the team had an opportunity to progress to the next level. So you're kind of coming into this a little bit late, aren't you? Exactly. Yeah, I am. Uh, I arrived in the only last week in the process, but I'm really happy to, for the opportunity. It's a privilege. It's not my first time around, though. I've been with Team Canada quite a bit before, so. It's not like if it was brand new for me. Yeah, uh, this is, however, the first time. This is a best-on-best tournament. I don't think everybody necessarily understands. Like, there's not, like, you know what? The World Junior Championship is not best-on-best because some of Canada's best players are not available. In the case of the Holinka Gretzky Cup, and Canada's been very good in this event for a number of years, uh, this is best-on-best. It's a pretty special event, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. It's... it's exactly how you describe it. Uh, my first time at, at Evan Link, uh, I had 
and it was in 08 and the following year or two years later I was in the War Junior and 12 of our guys were playing in the NHL so we were missing 12 guys in the same years where we played against the U.S. and U.S. had no player in the NHL we played them in the final that was in Saskatoon so that gives you an idea of uh, the, the, the talent of that tournament it's really best on best for every country uh, if you go at the War Junior every year you have uh, a lot of players who cannot attempt because they are playing NHL or if you go at the at the end of the season at the World Championship under 18 it's the same thing you have player in the in the playoff in the CHL so they cannot attempt at that tournament but best off best on best you have two two opportunities the Olympics when the NHL player are there and yeah. the even link tournament. Yeah, there you go. And by the way, you mentioned that uh, with Team Canada, the World Juniors in Saskatoon, uh, that was the year that Jordan Eberle was red hot and uh, forced the game against the Americans. You had Taylor Hall on that team. And, and Andre, I've still hated John Carlson ever since he scored that game winning goal. So <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> He's a pretty good player, though. All oh, right. Yeah. So this is this. Now, you've done this before where you've been involved with this. Uh, Ivan Holik uh, tournament. We should explain to people these are players that are draft eligible coming up in the next couple of years. Um, yep. And now that said, you're a coach in the in the Ontario League. You used to coach Halifax in the Quebec League, so you probably got a pretty good handle of the Ontario, the Quebec kids that are available to you. Uh, do you have to do a little bit of research on the guys out of the WHL? Absolutely, we uh, actually we'll uh, we'll have a call uh, today with uh, with Brad McEwen and uh, all uh, as well uh, uh, all uh, Miller uh, for uh, to talk about the roster and all the players from everywhere. Because even if I I'm familiar with a few guys in the OHL, as a guy, uh, as some guys I saw play only once or twice this year, so it's not the same thing. So I will. With last year under 17, the, the the crew with Hockey Canada, they have a way better read than I have right now on those kids. So they have more insight. So they will be able to share that with me today, and I will be uh, I will be more than uh, than uh, than happy to hear about that, and really excited to know to learn to know more our players. So in in this situation, like how many kids is there a camp before the actual tournament? And then you guys cut down and get to your team, or how does that work? Yeah, absolutely. We have a camp. Uh, it will be in Calgary for a few days, start uh, July twenty seventh till um, till the start of the tournament. It will be uh, until August first is the last day of the camp. After we'll have a few days to practice and uh, pre uh, pre tournament games make sure we get ready for the start of the tournament. We're joined by Andre Turgi, who's the head coach for Canada for the upcoming 2018 uh, Holinka Gretzky Cup, which of course will take place at Rogers Place. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers now. Um, I know we spoke off air. This is a good year. for This past year was not a good year for the WHL. There was only two players out of the WHL selected in the first round. Um, I know that uh, the Hockey News said Kirby Dock, I think, ranked second or third overall for the upcoming 2019 NHL draft. He's out of Fort Saskatchewan, Alberta. He plays for the Saskatoon Blades. I know talking to people uh, in the Western League, a lot of uh, people really like Dylan Cousins, who played for uh, the Lethbridge uh, uh, Hurricanes for Peter Anholt, had a terrific second half. Those guys are both big, six foot three, right shot centers. Those, those guys don't grow on trees, do they? 
No, absolutely not. We're we're fortunate, I think. Yeah, we live in the country where it's our national sports, and we have really good players. So uh, we're really excited. When I spoke with um, Scott Salmon and um, and then the, the staff with the Hockey Canada, they're really excited about the group we have this year. And I know uh, from out east we have a lot of good players as well, and they mentioned to me that the the western uh, the western group of guys are really strong this year as well. So that will be exciting. Hi, there's 44 uh, prospects named to Canada's U18 uh, list uh, that'll try to uh, make their way into the team. For players like uh, Bowen Byram out of the Vancouver Giants, he's a defenseman. Matthew Robertson of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Those guys were over with Team Canada. Uh, at the uh, U18 championships. Yeah. Do they have a bit of an advantage since they've also represented the country before uh, playing at really ahead of their draft year in uh, that championship? Yeah, it can be a, an advantage for sure. And uh, experiences, you know, it's some, not something you can buy. You have to live. So they, those guys had, a, had the chance to, to get their their feet wet. So that's an advantage. That doesn't mean it grant them anything. But for sure, if if they were... If they were there, it's because uh, the, the, the program liked those guys and they found really good, interesting thing thing about them. So, yes, for sure, those guys will start with uh, with a, a good competitive advantage. But in the same times, they will. That's hockey. You have to prove yourself every year, every day. Uh, but we like those guys. How do you like to coach? Like, are you an up tempo coach? Uh, is it defense first, or do you want to go out there and get after them? I'm, I'm more. Uh, I'm really aggressive. I will. We'll go out there. We'll go after them. We'll be a, a Canadian type of game. Uh, we'll be a really hard forecheck. Uh, we want to be physical. We want to as well be up tempo with the puck, not just go at them without the puck and be hard on the forecheck and hard on the tracking. We want to. We want to be uh, creative with the puck. We want to be. Uh, we have good D. We want our D to get involved in the play, and we want to make play with the puck like. Like, uh, like we know when we when you go at that that level, you have the Canada has one big advantage is the depth. We have a lot of depth. We have a lot of good players. So we want to use that depth and we want to move the puck. One of talent on, on our four four lines and uh, use that advantage and for us. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot here and ask you about some guys that you would have seen in the last couple Ooh. of seasons, okay? the Because uh, you coached the Ottawa 67s last year, you took over yep. from Jeff Brown, and the Edmonton Oilers' first two picks both came out of the OHL, and uh, you know, years ago, Andre, I was on the uh, WHL uh, scholarship uh, uh, committee, uh, working with the, the league and the, and the Canadian universities out of the University of Alberta, and I'm, I used to be a real pro-WHL guy, but I do think the Right now, the OHL uh, is the best league. Uh, you know, they've got one team for every 675,000 people in Ontario. There's one team in the West for every 475,000 people, if you add up the four Western provinces. And the Quebec League, one team for 575,000. And that's if you go Quebec and the Maritime provinces. Uh, so I think the OHL, you talk about depth, I think their, their teams have the greatest depth. The Oilers took two players out of that league. And so the first one was Evan Bouchard of the London Knights at number 10. Uh, I don't know how often London played Ottawa, but uh, do you recall uh, coaching against Evan, and what do you oh, remember yeah. about him? Oh, yeah. You cannot miss him. He's on the ice for 40 minutes. <laughs> He's tough to, to miss. He's, uh, he has a lot of poise. He's really, really good with the puck. Uh, is uh, Like I said, the poise is probably the first thing I have in mind because he's, 
you uh, whatever the pressure you put on him, he's always calm. He's always in control. Uh, he moves the puck really well. He, he has that that poise. You know, he will he will fake the pass and he will wait, wait, wait until the last second to make the either the area pass or the tape to tape pass. He's really creative offensively. Uh, he's he's uh, really confident as well. He's really assertive. Uh, and he is a, he's not a small kid as well. He's not a five foot nine defenseman. Yeah. He's, a, he's big enough. So yes, the Edmonton fan will love this kind of defenseman. Yeah, uh, Andre, uh, another guy, uh, not in your division, but he played in Mississauga, uh, and they had a, they had an okay year, and he had an okay year. Edmonton took Ryan McLeod in the second round, and he can skate, can he? Yeah. Oh yeah, he can skate. You know, he's uh, you know Ryan is. Uh, he has a lot of talent. Uh, yes, it's true. His team didn't didn't have the season they were expecting, uh, and that include him. But I think he, he has a lot of talent. He's a, he's a little bit of surprise for uh, pretty much everybody here uh, for Ryan to, to go in the second round. It was a little bit of a shock. I think he has a really a first round talent. Uh, he can skate. He has good vision. He has good skills. He has good size. He has a, a really good package. He has to to bring it every night. Uh, that will be his battle. But he has definitively the the package to to make it. Now, a couple of years ago, you coached the uh, Halifax Mooseheads. Yeah, and Edmonton, had a pretty good centerman, eh? Who's that? Nico Escher. Yeah, he was all right. <laughs> he was okay. <laughs> I can crack a joke about him overcoming your coaching to become a number one overall pick. Just, yeah. ki- just kidding. Uh, <laughs> do, did you recall playing against uh, the goaltender Olivier Rodrigue? Who the, oh, yeah. Uh, out of yeah. Drummondville. Uh, what did yeah. you think of him? I have better than that. Olivier Rodrigue is a friend of my son's. I have two two sons, 2000 born, and they played a minor hockey and a summer hockey for years together so i know olivier really well olivier is a he's a he's another kid with a lot of poise uh he's a really calm goalie doesn't move for nothing he's really sound in his structure uh he has uh, this ability to uh, be a really consistent i really like olivier he's a he's a game breaker i think he has a lot of potential and i understand why the the others move up in the draft to take him it was a little bit of a surprise for me uh to see him there at the end of the second round, but uh, at the same time, uh, Olivier is not a mature kid physically so far. He he will need to grow in his body. He will need to get stronger. Will need to be get bigger. But uh, he's a really good kid, a really good person, good family, and he's a he's a really good goalie. You've coached for a number of years. Sorry, Andre, you coached for a number of years in the Quebec League. Uh, if I recall, you are with Rouen uh, Naranda for almost a decade. And then you spent some time uh, with both the uh, Colorado Avalanche and Ottawa uh, Senators. How do you think that made you a better coach for junior? Well, I, I think that brings you a different view of everything. I think you, you have a chance to um, to deal with different different style of play the, the you know the western conference and the nhl and the eastern conference is really different dealing with those players have a chance to uh, communicate with them on a daily basis and see their point of view and the way they play and as well the coach with different coach tim army uh, uh patrick Roy, dave cameron uh, again i had the chance uh, jason smith who's a really good, good coach uh, uh, rick wamsley so to be around those guys you grow and uh, i think it, it made me 
a little bit more patient as well with my player. I think when when you're younger, you're uh, and you're you're a junior coach. You sometimes you may be a little bit more uh, a little bit uh, more impatient with your player. I think uh, I, I got an, uh, a different sense of urgency now. And who were your coaching influences for you growing up? Who were the guys that helped make you the coach that you turned out to be? Maybe uh, before you went to the Quebec Major Junior League as a head coach. No, I I grew up in Trois-Rivières, which Alain Vigneault was the coach in the, in Trois-Rivières, so Alain was a was a little bit of a model uh, for me. I co- when I start coaching as well, I'll coach against a, a really good coach, Clemence Rouen and Michel Thurier, and uh, those guys was a, a coach against Guy Boucher for a long time as well. So I, I did not have a, a kind of a mentor, but uh, yeah, I always look around to try to, to pick the brain on everybody and to try to, uh, to mold a few part of uh, of my game from coach like that. I, uh, I coach the Q a couple of years ago. We had a really good crop of coach. We had Tan Nolan, Alain Vigneault, Clem Jodoin, like I said, were there. So we had a lot of good coaches, so that was good to coach against them. Andre, we look forward to meeting you here when you come to town. Good luck with that camp in Calgary, okay? Thank you, Bob. All right, take care. That is uh, Andre uh, Torini, uh, who is the head coach for Team Canada for the upcoming uh, Holinka Gretzky Cup. Canada has won this event multiple years in a row, uh, in a row best on best tournament. And uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how many WHL kids are on the team. I, I would suggest to you there will be a minimum of five. I listed them on a tweet a few weeks ago. Uh, but I, I would th- have to think, Brendan, if they've got Kirby Dock ranked, the Hockey News had him ranked two or three for the upcoming draft. Dylan Cousins had a big year for the Lethbridge Hurricanes. Those guys are both six foot three right shot centers. Peyton Krebs was a point-per-game guy for the Kootenai Ice. Uh, and then I got a couple more... Uh, Guys on the back end, we mentioned uh, the kid out of Vancouver, Bowen, uh, Byram, and then uh, Matt Robertson from the Edmonton Oil Kings. Those five for sure. I'm sure I'm missing three or four kids as well that are going to be in the, the mix. And I'm knowing some of our friends that listen to the show in other WHL uh, markets, because Edmonton's not just an NHL market, it's a WHL market too. I might be getting educated on that very shortly via text. Uh, it's 121. When we come back in Oilers now, we'll get to NHL today for Drew Shamahorn's staff, elite promotional marketing, more than just sportswear. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton show Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Ched. It's 124 in Edmonton. Welcome back. Brendan, get that music queued up. It is NHL Today brought to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. And here he is, the rising young gun, Brendan Ulrich. Speaking of rising young guns, Bob, the Buffalo Sabres officially signed Rasmus Dahlin to his entry-level contract today. I would say he's more of an up-and-coming star than I am, but uh, you can take that one to the bank. You're already a has-been, <laughs> yeah. as opposed to me, who is a never-was. 
Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights have signed defenseman Colin Miller. It's a four-year deal worth $15.5 million. The AAV is 3.875. The Islanders have signed KHL forward Jan Kovar to a one-year deal worth $2 million. The Blue Jackets re-signing for Dmitry Yaskin to a one-year deal worth $1.1 million. Uh, Luke Korak is reporting that Patrick Maroon uh, to the Blues has been finalized. It could be announced today. We haven't heard anything as of yet, so I don't know uh, how much truth there There's is to this, There's some conflicting Bob. reports yeah. on that. What's Rutherford saying, by the way? He's saying that it's not necessarily done yet. So we'll have to wait and see on that front. I did see another report saying maybe uh, the Arizona Coyotes are in the mix as well for maybe Maroon, so I don't know. Well, my, I mean, the Coyotes could certainly give up term. There's no question about that. And what? the Montreal Canadiens hired Luke Richardson, former Oilers yes. defenseman. There you go. So isn't that interesting? Doug Waite was the head coach of the Islanders. Uh, they had Luke Richardson in there. Kelly Buckberger, who's still got two years left in his deal. Uh, Freddie Brathwaite was the goalie coach. Scotty Gomez and Greg Cronin. Cronin was gone right away. Waite gone right away. Uh, now Richardson joining the Canadian staff. And that leaves Buckberger and Freddie Brathwaite. So we'll wait and see what happens. Barry Trotz has already hired Lane Lambert. And everybody assumes Mitch Korn will join that Islanders staff as well. Western Hockey League news. And uh, for those of us that know this fellow, and, and I do, uh, we used to skate with him about 25 years ago. Roy Stasiak has been named the head scout of the Tri-City Americans. Roy uh, was a scout for the Toronto Maple Leafs for a while, was a general manager of the Lethbridge Hurricanes, uh, and many years ago he was in the radio business. And he's a big personality. I would make a strong assertion that he has an excellent eye for talent. I don't think anybody's ever debated that. Uh, I've always found Roy to be a terrific fellow to deal with, so we wish him the best of luck. That's an organization, Bob Torrey. We talk about, you know, Tri-City and, and Lethbridge. Peter Anholt has been a manager for a long time in the WHL, and he turned things around in Lethbridge, and Lethbridge has found a bunch of players in the last few years. Uh, Bob Torrey, for years, Tri-City has had very competitive teams, and neither Lethbridge or Tri-City's had a lot of money to play with, but they've consistently had a pretty decent product since Anholt went to Lethbridge and since uh, Torrey went to Tri-City. Torrey's been in Tri-City for a long, long time. Kelowna has... Uh, been in the mix for several years where they've always had pretty good teams as well. Obviously, Bruce Hamilton, I would assert, probably the most powerful man in the Western Hockey League. And he and Ron Robinson, uh, they've got the power in the WHL. It's interesting. You have the Oilers and Flames organizations that run major junior teams, but I don't think they have the same kind of power that a team like uh, Kelowna has had. Kamloops trying to get their ship in order. New GM, Stu McGregor, uh, moved to the uh, Dallas Stars. And Kamloops, of course, hiring Serge Lajoie. I know you had Serge on in the week that I was gone. The Oil Kings uh, making a couple of changes, uh, providing the opportunity of a lifetime for Kurt Hill. And quite an experience relative to several of these other guys in the uh, WHL that we're talking about, but uh, comes at a time where he inherits five first-round draft picks over a three-year run and the number two overall pick in the European draft. Brad Lauer will be the head coach. This will be his first head coaching experience. Uh, he has uh, been an NHL assistant uh, for a number of years, including most recently with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Years ago, was an assistant to Corey Clouston uh, in Kootenay in the WHL. 128 in Edmonton. 
James Myrtle coming up from The Athletic after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.